0: <laughs> Distinguished Adventurers, well, <laughs> welcome to maybe the last episode of uh, of Magic and Metal. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It, it it kind of depends on the folks that I'm about to introduce. I am Jonathan, a.k.a. Roblox, your Game Master, and uh, we've got a little story to tell, but first uh, I have to say that I am drinking yet another Topo Chico hard seltzer here, and this one is Strawberry Guava. And as soon as I opened it, I could smell it. So this oh, pro- I mean that's usually a good thing. Oh yeah, is it a good thing? It is a okay. good thing. Mm. I bl- I think this is the flavor that my sister first gave me down in Corpus that that put me on these. Like, and I I like them way better than the uh than the Truly stuff. The Truly lemonade stuff is good. This is better. We'll do it further opposite of how I've been doing it based on the layout of my uh Zoom screen, John. How you doing? What you drinking? And who you playing as? Uh,
1: I'm John. I'm Fredo Branzini. And tonight I am drinking uh, the hopes and dreams, which is absolutely nothing.
2: <laughs> oh, oh not damn! Even, not even a, a little glass of water.
1: No, it's a, uh, I mean, I could go to the sink and fill it up, but uh, my hands are full right now with the, with a bean, a very toddler
0: sized bean.
2: Well, I guess you are forgiven.
1: Or I could just drink
0: the tears of my enemies. We will go from uh, right to left. Lauren, how you doing? Who you playing? What are you drinking?
2: Hi, I'm Lauren Irvin. I'm playing Maureen Eddings, who is just excited to be here. I am drinking some low sugar mango juice because it's good. I guess that's it. Like That was what I went and I got out of the fridge. My, my brain has decided that it's had enough for today. I'm super excited to play with all of you because I love you dearly and I like playing this game. But it's a good thing that Maureen is not the brains of the group because I don't have brains today. So I just have juice.
0: I'm afraid that Lauren's brain has been on low power mode ever since ever
3: since Master Luke went away. You got some Alpha Flash stuff going on with your hands there. I,
0: I was trying to do a C-3PO <laughs> thing. <It's the> ol- <laughs> listen. This is the only reference I'm going to make to The Force Awakens uh, and, and the, the subsequent sequel tri- trilogy. We're moving on. Jack, how you doing?
3: What you, who you playing and what you drinking? Good people of the Robot Apocalypse. I am Jack. I play Grisham Vinod, inspired by the burnouts of the South Lawn of Central High School of Philadelphia. Tonight, I am drinking a Pinot Grigio in a wedding mug for the first wedding I went to um, after the pandemic. I don't want to say their names, but if, they are in, if you're in Cincinnati or Indianapolis, I'm not sure where you are now. I'm drinking out of your mug. This is actually old cooking wine that I've had in my fridge for a little while now. Not cooking wine, cooking wine. I buy... Real white wine, and I basically use it to cook pretty cheaply, like the cheapy nothing bottles. And I was thinking, I don't have anything I'm cooking for a while. I was either this or the this cinnamon stout. I'm like, let me go with this. a little bit of white wine. I, I figure, eh, yeah, it's not bad, even though it's been sitting in my fridge for the better part of two weeks.
2: I mean, that's also the good thing about wine is it it does keep for quite a while, even even the kind of meh stuff.
3: Before we move on, I wanted to say I'm glad the, the low sugar of mango juice. I know how sweet mango juice can be as someone who grew up in like Indian grocery stores and having his parents always get him a thing of like maza or fruity or some sort of mango juice, right? And even as an adult, I'd had to cut it with uh, with water basically. So low sugar is the way to go for sure.
2: Now, I will admit, we started drinking this because we're getting old, and so sugar is a thing we have to watch out for. But also this is it's actually really good. Um, And I agree that I don't need it any sweeter than this. So I think if it was sweeter, I'd probably be cutting it with water too. So (laughs) win-win. We get to be healthy for our age because, huh.
3: What even is time?
0: I know. Time is something that is very, very on y'all's mind as, just to recap your time shenanigans, you (laughs) all are survivors, warriors in the... Before mentioned robot apocalypse, you are taking on an evil AI called Stormnet who has declared war on humanity. As magical students, all of you have joined the fight and have been successful in defending the remnants of humanity and helping them to take back what has been taken from them. Stormnet, being on its heels, launched a final gambit to send an advanced robot back into time with the unwitting assistance of several chronomasters, one of which is your friend, Professor Hamilton Hauer. You were successful in finding them, successful in freeing them, but the robot abomination has had escaped, and you followed it into the past. The faraway land time of 1991. You encountered this Annihilator, this A-999. And I mean, bo- but
2: before that, we had some pretty good Chinese food.
0: You had some pretty good Chinese food. You had some great 90s-level glow-ups. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to re-listen to the episode because I did not- uh, And glow-downs. Uh. Uh, there, there was a glow waveform in, uh, in Fredo's case. You guys engaged it in a battle in public and managed to drive it off as its apparent target was not young Con Jonner, but rather a young Julian Fuzzlesnap, the professor who sent you on this mission. Seemingly the Annihilator's target. You drove off the Annihilator, escaped from the wreckage of uh, that section of the mall, only to find young Julian Fusselstap hiding on the wrecked roof of the mall. As authorities and firefighters
2: converge onto the
0: scene, what would you like to do?
2: So we'd already started talking to him. He had, He had been talking telepathically, and we found out that he was moonlighting working at the bookstore for extra cash, right?
0: Right. And as he had mentioned, he had he was taking a little bit of a study trip from the Roanoke Academy, studying the Pentas in their natural habitat. He is a graduate student of the Roanoke Academy of the Arcane Arts. And yeah, and all he found working at a bookstore I, I find it is an excellent place, especially where this particular bookstore is located, right next to several places where pentas love to gather. The Gap is nearby, that, that makes some, for some good people watching. The Hot Topic, which is a newer store, attracts some very interesting clientele. Also, the Spencer Gifts, which was unfortunately destroyed, it had its own unique clientele. Sure, we'll say... I'm trying, trying, of course, to be polite to the Pentas that I'm studying. They are, of course, sapient beings, uh, deserving of our respect. But some of those people were not quite right that went into that store.
2: I'm sorry, I'm just still getting over the fact that you're so young.
3: Yeah, we... I don't know how much we should say, but we definitely know a future version of you. You see...
0: Mr. Fusselsnap, I guess. He closes his eyes and he breathes in through his nose. And as he does so, you see little flecks of light seemingly enter his nostrils, emanating from you. You weren't aware of this eminence coming off of all of you.
2: (laughs) I I look over at Fredo. Did he just sniff us?
0: Uh
1: Oh, It's like a time sniff, it looks like. Is that a thing? He's sniffing out what time we're from.
0: I'm afraid my gifts do not extend that far, but I can tell that using a spell that I have called Detect Magic, uh, I recognize that you have a very strong magical aura on you. I have heard of Detect Magic spells where different schools of magic come off as colors. Mine, though, comes off as smells. And the magic coming off of all of you definitely smells of time magic.
1: Uh, what's that smell like? Is it like gym socks or?
0: Oh, it's got to be something nicer than that, right? It smells like paprika. Oh,
3: oh a good spice. Okay. That, that actually tracks.
0: Yeah. It has been theorized that the time it is actually very, very, very close to the a uh, seed structure of the plant where you extract paprika—it's quite fascinating. Oh, right, more pressing matters.
2: I have to—I have to stop and be out of character here for just a second. I have a character in D and D who is same kind of thing when she talks about if—if if you get into different types of magic, to her they all smell different, <laughs> and so I literally have a list that she's used of like oh, evocation magic smells like this and like specific smells smell like this. We had a whole discussion about it. So Jonathan, you and I are going to have to have a fun little chat about we what smells you associate <laughs> because I have a list. Anyway, back back on, on topic.
0: I, I will say that paprika was on my mind. I recently made a pasta salad and I added an amount of paprika that was not in the recipe and the pasta salad was much better for it.
3: We used a smoked paprika and onion blend for our burgers. <laughs>
0: I, I am not just a storyteller. I'm a foodomancer. You see Professor Fusselsnap sort of take you all in. Uh, not prof- Mr. Fusselsnap. Mr. Fusselsnap.
2: No, I, mean, I mean, yeah. It, it's going to be one of those weird...
0: <laughs> that, Julian? Julian? That, that is fine if you want to call me Julian.
1: Can you remember that in about you know 20 years that we're allowed to call you Julian?
0: Uh, Sure. <laughs> you see him... It, it's the kind of sure that you're... Well, actually, make a charm roll.
3: Yeah. Depending on how that roll goes, um, Grisham will actually hold his hand out for a high five. Give uh, Fredo this rare bit of validation. So I'm basing this on...
0: Because I, I actually had a discussion... Uh, not a discussion, but a comment about this on Twitter. One of my one of my acquaintances on there was asking how to join jock's Machina. Oh. And I said that I believe that a current member can induct you and i say this because at D live i asked joe magnello could i be in Jock's machina and the answer was yeah sure <laughs> just like my that. shirt
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> just like
0: like it's all it takes i yeah you know technically speaking he did agree to it would he remember <laughs> no not at all
2: you never know you never know i, I hear is a very nice guy
1: continuing the very charming nature that Fredo has, I once again rolled uh, single digits in my charm roll. Okay. Oh, dear. That is a five.
0: You get exactly the same, yeah, sure, that I got from Joe Magnolo <laughs> when I asked to join Jox Machina. So technically, he did say yes, but you get the feeling that probably it wouldn't hold much legal water.
2: Remembering is low on his list of priorities. Exactly. Yeah, sure. He's
0: doing so much more other stuff.
2: I'm going to look over at Grisham yeah, because Grisham made a, a very salient point earlier and say, okay, you're right. We got to be careful about what we talk about because time, but we're going to need to explain some of this or else it's just going to be problematic, right?
3: Actually, Julian, when this experience is over, would you, in the interest of preserving the timeline, agree to cast a spell on yourself to, to erase your memories of this?
0: Well, it depends on the memories. I would not, I'd rather not wake up without remembering the last couple of days. Yeah,
1: yeah, Gershom, like, how else am I going to call him Julian when he's our teacher, if he erases his memories? You,
3: no. Or just some sort of selective, you know what, that's a, that's a later problem.
0: I think for now, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll we'll explore it more when I, you clearly have some magical ability, but uh, I would rather not put my mind in your hands just yet.
3: Yeah, for now I think our quarry has to be tracking our quarry,
2: or getting him to safety. You need, and then Oh, we on a roof? I, I was confused.
3: Like this is out of the game. Like I thought we were on a rooftop.
2: Oh yeah, we are on a rooftop. But I'm talking even more safety. Like that thing could get up here.
0: Did that thing pursue us?
2: Not right now, but 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 but. There's two things. One. We did manage to kind of successfully fight it, and so you know, I'm I'm not going to say that I was awesome because I I was awesome, but there was a good chance we might have been kicking its ass, and so it ran. The other thing is, you might not be the only target, or you might be like target number one, and uh, and I'll I'll give meaningful looks to my two companions. There might be other targets that this thing might decide to go after, since. We've now driven it off of target number one. So maybe we, maybe you'll go back to school and we go after it, right?
0: If there's, if this threat is truly that dire, I don't see how I could. It sounds like you, you all would need all the help you can get. Are you even familiar with this timeline?
2: Describe, uh, you're going to have to be more specific about, are we familiar with this timeline?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, I mean, this time frame, this current span of time that we're in, do you know much about the late
3: 1900s? I want to say JFK is the president?
0: No, it's not JFK,
1: it's Marlon Brando.
2: We didn't know when we were going until we got here, so there was no time to study.
0: I see. Well, I I will make this, this arrangement with you. Clearly, this... Thing has placed some importance on my demise i will respect that however it needs to be found so at the very least i can help you do that did you have any way of tracking it at all maybe trying to find out where it was or where it was going
3: i had an idea about that and i was about to cast a spell before you offered in theory whatever just came through that portal would have a a time signature, I guess, or a time smell, or have similar time magic that you smelled on us. So it'd just be a matter of figuring out what smells like us from a time standpoint. Yeah, can you
1: sniff it out?
2: I mean, if we're going to bloodhound this, and Maureen will pull out the, the key that she took off of the Annihilator that they destroyed that also has that liquid metal, this isn't from the exact same creature, but it's from the same time and from a similar
0: creature. So, I don't know what to call you.
2: Oh, Maureen, hi. Hi,
0: I'm Marine. Grisham. Grisham. And I'm uh, Fredo. Fredo. Maureen, so you are telling me that this piece of a robot, a similar robot to the thing that just attacked me and you, traveled the same amount of time with you. This is the perfect specimen to try and find it. Because not only is it of the same roughly the same materials, it has also experienced much the same time travel. Excellent. Seems like tracking this thing would be would be very, very, very helpful.
2: Well, I'm glad that we have the key to tracking it. Yeah!
0: sorry <laughs> a CSI isn't a thing yet I don't think
2: <laughs> I just felt the need to scream no, no, I don't know a, why
0: yeah you're 10 years right, right. too early yeah. So this this reference is lost on young Julian Snap. but uh, he Maureen just...
2: <laughs> Maureen isn't even doing the reference she just felt the need for mm-hmm. some reason but she'll also hand over the key to him and say okay uh, okay I I mean I, I hate to say uh, let's sniff him out but if that's the way then let's let's put our noses together this is the way this is the way <laughs> and eventually he's gonna go this is the way and point in a direction i would like all you of you would like all to
0: uh make a, a spell roll so i want you to add whatever modifiers you have and make it with a stat that makes the most sense for what you're trying to do Sell, sell me on a stat real quick, and we will start in the opposite direction that we started intros with, uh, which I believe was Jack. Uh, how does Grisham
3: contribute to this clause? I think Grisham studied time quite a bit, right? He's been in that time class, so he has certain principles and mathematic things on there. So you see in the, uh, the equations kind of in his mind. But I think at this point, he's done enough time traveling in a way that he can intrinsically, like, kind of in his in- innermost being, like, kind of into it, like, what feels like it wouldn't fit there. So I don't know if that counts as grit or not, but that's the sale I'm making. Okay,
0: go ahead and make a grit roll and tell me the result. Ted. Okay. Ooh. All right. Nice. Marine, as you see Julian Fussel Snapped start to breathe in through his nose and cast his- Special blend of detect magic. How are you going to assist in in his, uh, in his endeavor?
2: Okay, hear me out. Okay. We've fought both both of these Annihilators. We fought both of them. One is the, the, the one we took the key from. The other one is the, the one that came back. Which means both of them also kind of have arsent on them. And fighting is sweaty. Okay. And so I would like to use fight because I would like to get all hyped up. And essentially, we've given Julian Fusselsnap the key to sniff, but he could also track my scent on this creature, which I got by fighting it.
0: Okay, go ahead and make me a fight roll.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you let me go for that stretch. And this is this is a... Planned role, I right, assume. Right. Right. Ah, it's a seventeen.
0: All right, Fredo. How are you going to assist on this uh, very important endeavor?
1: So Fredo knows a few things, and a few things that Fredo knows about is pheromones,
0: the love notes. <laughs> oh no!
1: And so Fredo wants to try to amplify this pheromones uh, and the sense that the okay. creatures are giving off. They try to make it easier for Julian to locate those scents.
0: Okay. All right. And what what stat are you going to use to make this flavor enhancement?
1: As much as it's not my bet, like, it's a mediocre stat, I think that's probably going to be a brains,
0: Okay, uh, give, me, give me a brains roll. I'm glad you steered it, because it was going towards a, like, what are those guys called? Uh, They're the, the like, the pickup artists territory. Oh, or oh, yeah. super yeah. scummy. Yeah. And yeah. it's no. like... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, four. Four. Okay. As you all assist, you see that Julian's nostrils flare as he, as he takes in this air. And you see that the, uh, the same sort of particles, luminescent little dots, flow from the key into his nostrils. And as he closes his eyes, he opens them suddenly. Oh, no.
2: Uh, you can't just say "oh no" and then stop. We need like the second half of that sentence now.
0: Marine, you said that this machine had multiple targets in in this in this time, correct?
2: I postulated that it might, yeah, because I saw another person that we thought might be a target.
0: This being a machine, it is apparently going for the most efficient way to deal with any target uh, that happens to be in this area. There is. A new project that the Pentas are working on, not, not far from here. It's a new nuclear power plant. One of their devices to generate these, the electricity that they use to power their devices. It's going online next week. It has been the subject of much controversy. I read a lot of magazines and newspapers in my studies, and this has been a subject that, many, that has divided many Pentas. One of the reasons why I even bothered to learn about it was because it's an interesting aspect of Penta Society. The the harnessing of this primordial power is actually pretty impressive. If it were to alter or destroy that reactor, it could very well annihilate everything, both in Washington and where me annihilate these other targets that you have. It's the most efficient way to deal with its situation. And I just smelled it going in that direction.
1: A path of least resistance, you would say. Yes. Get it, resistance, because they're made of circuits.
3: Also, power. yep. Yeah, power plant. Very good.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I giggled at just that, this dire news. But I feel like we must make, make haste. It's moving very quickly.
3: We hop on our broom so you can lead the way?
2: Yeah, you got your broom nearby? Uh,
0: he holds out his hand and a broom appears.
2: Okay, good. We're also going to have to try to not be seen. Can, can we all do the thing and where we were not seen and we go fast? Because I can get the go fast. Who, who, who has the not being seen part?
0: I can try and help us out. A Julian Snap snaps his fingers. And all of you begin to sort of cloak almost. You have that rippling, going translucent. Uh, you get a little, you get slightly see-through. Okay, And he's like, yes, now we will be very difficult to see. All of you note that his spell wasn't very effective because he rolled a one on that stat.
2: I mean, slightly see-through is better than uh, being seen at all. Okay.
3: I appreciate your transparency.
0: How many uh, tokens do you have there, Jack, the player that I'm addressing? <laughs> I have three. All right. You have zero now. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> you know what? Take, take, a, take a free one. For for that that was fantastic! Yay, now I, uh, I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to give those out. Who cares? This might be the last one.
2: All right, as uh, as you see, a you're sle- the you're the storyteller. Whatever you say goes.
0: As, as a semi translucent Julian Fusselsnap snap hops on his broom, he takes off in going. Uh, you figure is about the northeast, and he's he's going pretty fast. Okay, fairly fast. He's doing okay.
2: Now, is this the kind of is this the okay in where we're in a video game and we have an escort mission and the escort is like, all right, we, we the, I they're it, keeping up, or not is on this purpose. well, I, I don't, yeah, but like one of those in where like okay, you could go a little bit faster, come on, or is this like fast enough that we feel like it's not worth saying anything?
0: You feel like he could be going faster. From what you've gathered of this Julian Fusslesnap, he's clearly a very charming person. He's very knowledgeable about magic. Uh, clearly, mm-hmm. he's a very, very good spellcaster. Uh, seeing him, you don't actually remember ever seeing Professor Julie, Julian Fusselsnap fly. And it's a little disappointing to see young Professor Julian Fusselsnap fly. He's not a good flyer. He seems like he's doing his best.
2: Maureen is all about going fast. And so she's kind of disappointed in anybody who isn't going three billion miles an hour. One more question. The nuclear reactor, was that the original site? The site that we went to to go free the the chronomancers used to be a thing. Was that the nuclear reactor that we're being lent to?
0: You feel like in where you were was top secret because there was a lot of classified information. Yeah. Professor Fusselsnap read about this place in a magazine.
2: Probably okay.
0: not the same place. Okay.
2: I'm gonna swoop up next to him.
0: He, <laughs> he is full on as if he was going a billion miles an hour. He's like head down tightly holding his broom you know, shoulders hunched as, his, as he's like, most of us have driven uh, we remember when we first started driving, and if if you've ever had the pleasure of driving a uh, compact car from like the early aughts or whatever, that first feeling of, hey, this thing's pretty fast. I'll bet this thing is really fast.
2: Honda Civics are not fast, but it feels fast because you haven't driven much. <laughs> so is it that his broom isn't fast or is it that he's just not uh, pushing on the gas?
0: Feels like he is pushing on the gas as much as he is capable. He is not a good flyer. Okay.
2: Cause I'm trying to figure out, Maureen's trying to figure out how best to encourage him to go faster or if it's possible for even him to go faster.
0: I mean, y'all have magic. Just tell me. <laughs> Does Maureen want to try and accelerate him through magic means?
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Give me. The... Does...
2: Well, I'm just trying to figure out if I'm trying to encourage him to step on the gas or give me if a I can...
0: charm roll real quick.
2: Oh, why? Oh no. Boom. Okay. Well, Explode. it blows. Okay. Explode. All oh. right. Charm's
3: okay. your garbage stat too.
1: Small. Charm is my
2: garbage stat. Yeah. Okay. You feel like he I is... mean, in fairness, it's
1: also my garbage stat with a D twenty. That's because yeah. Just haven't rolled very well.
2: Ouch. Um, okay, so that's a six. Okay.
0: You feel like he is, as far as he is concerned, doing his level best. You feel as an as expert flyer, you can sense when someone's a novice. And okay. It's like, it's like let's say you're on a ski slope and you're just carving the powder. You're, you're, you're gleaming the cube. I don't know ski words, but you're doing real good. And you see someone on the bunny slope and they're going, they feel like they're going super fast. That is the, is what you're getting is that you are watching someone on the bunny slope and they are on the edge of their, of how fast they think they can go safely because that is how fast they think they can go safely. So if you want to help him, give, give me a flight or go well, flight of brains.
2: No, I'm definitely going flight. Uh, So the way I want to flavor this before I roll is I'm going to give him a a smile and say, you know, broom technology has really exploded in the last couple of years. And I mean, I see you got a really good model, but, you know, if you just did this and this, we could get there super fast. And I will give him like a couple basic pointers, but in the guise of it's your broom, it's not you.
0: (laughs) You listen. You're just because you're hitting your seven iron a hundred yards. That's not on you. That's your twenty-year-old club. Let me sell you these new clubs that let you hit your seven. That's yeah. what I felt like last Saturday when or last when I got my fitting. Anyway,
2: so that is a ten.
0: Ten. Okay. Yeah. You feel like you're able to encourage him to go just a bit faster. It's like oh oh well. Thank you. Uh, i never. Flying was not one of my uh, stronger classes, but I appreciate uh, your candor. Clear, you you have done this much more recently than I have, so thank you. And you see him? Yeah, he increases his speed a bit.
2: Okay, I'm gonna look at my my two friends, and they'll clearly see on my face this she wants to roll her eyes, but she's holding it together. And I'll look back at Fuzzle Snap and be like. Uh, not to brag, but I'm going to brag. I'm pretty damn good at this. I'm pretty damn fast. Are we going in that direction? Oh, and yes, yes,
0: absolutely. Yes. In uh, a uh, north northeasterly is, is this direction. Yes. And
2: I, I'm going to go. And I'm going to say, keep up. And I just want to go in that direction as fast <laughs> as I can.
0: Oh, he does his best to keep up.
2: Because I know my friends can keep
0: up. Right. Uh, everyone give me a flight roll.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Flight is not... I can't believe I signed up for a game called Kids with Brooms and didn't give myself very good flight stats, but anyway, we'll hey, see. listen,
0: Some, sometimes in the game of Dungeons and Dragons, you never... It'll be years before you run into a dragon or a dungeon. Fair. Uh, four for
3: Grisham. Okay. Uh,
2: Twelve for me, because I get a plus okay. two to that. Three!
3: Good thing I didn't say anything about Julian's flying.
2: Listen, Grisham is the brains, Fredo is the charm, I'm the fast. It's fine. We all have our specialities. (laughs) This is what I do. I fight and I fly. (laughs) Everything else they take care of. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons and extend a special thanks to our top tier patrons. Thank you, Forrest from StabbyQuest, Jesse Florence, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, AKA Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Oddy, Linnea Boyev, Lori, AKA Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows LLC.